Welcome to The Blossom Experiment, a podcast in which we talk about authenticity, intuition, and intuitive living. My intention is to inspire and help you tap into your uniqueness so you can create a life that is meant for you and no one else. With your host, Camille Nerbo. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to The Blossom Experiment podcast. Today, I am on my own so we're gonna have a solo episode and as you can tell from the title of this episode we're gonna talk about surrender and letting go and trusting the universe so this is a topic that i think i get asked about a lot and to be honest it is one of my most listened episodes ever so I think last year I released an episode on how to truly surrender, or I think it was two years ago or something like that. And it was one of the top listened episodes ever from the podcast. And I think that this tells just a lot about where we are and what you guys want to hear more of. And I think that I myself would love to learn more and more and more the most that I can about surrender. So I think it's just going to be a very interesting episode. So for this episode, I prepared some top tips on surrender, so some guidelines. And what I wanted to do was just to use some of the experiences that I've had in my travels to support some of the tips that I have. And I think that, you know, I love telling stories and I think that with stories and real things that happen to me, I think it's just easier to understand and grasp the concepts that I am wanting to talk about because I know that surrender can be quite an intangible concept you know when i tell someone yes to manifest your dreams you can you have to just surrender to the universe and i think that is so much easier said than, than done so yeah i just wanted to share some experiences and some stories of my travels that i never have never shared here on the show and just my close friends and sometimes not even that <laughs> know the stories so you're in for some just yeah you're in for some vulnerable stories as always in this podcast so let's just kick this off already without further ado i feel like my first big tip for how to surrender is finding evidence in your life so Basically, when did you surrender that things worked out? And for me, I feel like I'm very much in this place right now because I have been traveling for two years. And if you don't know, when I first started out, I left Brazil with a... I'm from Brazil. <laughs> I left here, my home country, with a one-way plane ticket. I wasn't making nearly a minimum salary, but... I was just so focused on making this work. I just trusted so much and I was so uncomfortable in the place that I was in here in my home country. I was just so uncomfortable with my situation, with my experience that I felt like going through this journey and doing this movement and jumping off of this cliff was less uncomfortable and less painful um, compared to what was actually going on in my life. So I did decide to go and I trusted so much. And I always say that 
the less you have or the less that you perceive that you have, the less you perceive that you're going to lose. So for me at that moment, I didn't have, in my perception, I didn't have anything to lose. I didn't have a job. I didn't have a relationship. I didn't have a career that I was building. I didn't have, I don't know, I didn't have anything. So I think in a sense, it was almost easier quote-unquote to make that to take that step because I just looked at everything and my scenario was basically a scenario that if everything went to shit and nothing worked out if I did uh, you know move abroad and nothing worked out basically the the worst case scenario for me would be to be back where I was <laughs> so knowing in knowing that I was like you know what if this is already the worst case scenario that I'm just gonna try it you know I'll never know if I don't try it so for me that was just what drove me you know it was what really gave me the strength to just jump off that cliff and go and of course that with that there was so much courage that came with the actual jumping off of that cliff and i think that looking back the movement of actually going gave me so much confidence and so much trust because i kept seeing that every step of the way i was constantly and always supported so whenever i needed a place to stay something would show up the money would show up and I just kept going and going and going. And every time that that happened, every time that I was supported, it just reinforced to me that I was going to be okay, that everything would work out. And I have some really cool stories on that. So I would say that when I was in Portugal, I had just, I was about to move somewhere because I had to leave my friend's place. You know, I couldn't overstay my stay <laughs> there. And I was really in need of a place and I was really obsessed with this one town that was called Ericeira and I just couldn't for the love of my life I couldn't find a place there I could not like I felt like I was trying to force this door to open and it just would not budge <laughs> for the life of me and I really really wanted to go at some point, I remember that I looked at my options and I remembered this little city, this little town called Lagos that a friend of mine had lived in and she mentioned it to me and she said like, I mean, I think you're going to love this town. I think you should definitely go there. And I was like, ugh, whatever, I want to go to Edisera. But at some point, I looked at all of my options and I completely detached from them. I was I was in such a desperate situation that I was willing to go anywhere in which I could not pay that much because at that time I really couldn't afford a really high rent and I just wanted a place for myself. I know that the the things that I had in my, my mind were I want a bathroom, like a private bathroom, and I want a room and a place to live and I want a kitchen. And after that, I don't care where it is anymore. And I remember that I also wanted to be close to the beach. So it was a private room, a private bathroom, a private room, of course, a kitchen where I could cook close to the ocean. That's it, close to the beach. That's it. I don't care anymore, universe. I don't care if it's Ericeira. I don't care if it's Lagos. I don't care if it's whatever else in the coast of Portugal. And at that time, I I was even detached of 
being in Portugal, I was so desperate <laughs> that it allowed me to have a level of detachment that was really, really real and deep because detachment and surrender, it's not something that you can really fake. It's something that it's deeply felt in your energy and it's then deeply emanated out of your authentic self onto the universe and the universe can feel it. And then once you release and emanate that energy, things, they start showing themselves to you. And I think at that point, I detached so hard level, so hardcore from all of the expectations that I had, from all of the options that I had, that some insights started coming to my mind. So I had this intuitive hit to Google um, private room Lagos or something like that. And I instantly found a place. I messaged them on Instagram and I got it the room with a, a private bathroom, with a kitchen, close to the beach for the exact price that I wanted. And honestly, after that, after I sent that out, I sent out that message, I think four days later, I was on my, on a bus going to Lagos, to a place, a town that I had no idea how it was. I had, I knew no one there, but I just had this deep trust that everything was going to work out and it worked out unbelievably beautiful. I ended up uh, meeting a, a guy that was really important to me in terms of relationships, in terms, in terms of things that I had to learn for myself. I ended up meeting Aita, which is one of my best friends nowadays she even recorded a podcast episode with me on being enough so if you want to hear her voice there is an episode with her over here I'll put it on the show notes and I just ended up meeting I, I ended up meeting another client as uh, one of my clients as well so it ended up being, being a very fruitful experience for me and I ended up living there for over five or six months if I remember correctly and it was so much ex it was exactly what I needed it was exactly where I needed to be and I remember there is this other moment in which me and Aita we were looking for places together so I stayed in this private room in this guest house for two months so it was November October and November and then from I think it was December onwards me and Aita I met Aita in this exact place in this guest house where I was staying we were looking for an apartment together because she had to live there. I was wanting to still stay there and we just wanted, you know, a place that felt more like a home. So we started looking for places and we looked on Facebook and things like that. And we even did li this little manifestation list together. And at that point, um, money was very, very tight for me. And I knew that eventually I was going to have to pay for a deposit, but I didn't know how I was going to pay for it. I didn't know where the money was going to come from. And I was just really anxious and afraid. But at the same time, I was very trusting of everything. And eventually, me and Aita, we did find a place. And by following my intuition and just keep and just always, I'm always really committed to hearing it. I remember that we found this place, but that was like, Aita, I don't think we should um, close it now. Let's just wait. And I remember that Aita was like, Amelie, we are not finding anything else. Like, please, let's just, please find it. And I was like, no, Aita, I just feel like we have to wait. Let's just wait. Let's just wait. And I was just trusting that the best and most aligned thing was going to flow to us. And eventually we waited for so long that the owner 
of the property that we had visited, they came back to us and they lowered the price because they had, because of ex specific circumstances that they were going through, they just really liked us and they wanted to rent to us. So they lowered the price of the rent. And then after they lowered the price and sent me a message, I was like, this is it. This is the flow. I can feel it. I Now we can close it. And it was so interesting to see the flow of patience, the flow of just allowing things to sit and simmer and express and show themselves in the right moment. So after we we wanted to close and we were like, okay, let's do this. This is going to be it. We then had to pay for a deposit. And I remember that my part of the deposit was 500, I think, because it was the first rent and then a part of the deposit, something like that. And I did not have that money in my bank account. And I remember that eventually... I applied for this VA job or like this personal assistant job on Facebook. I remember that I had a call with a guy about it in the beginning of the day. And then by the end of the day, he had agreed to hire me and he wanted to hire me. And he just transferred me the exact amount of money that I needed for the payment of the deposit. It was exactly it. And it was basically in the same day. So the same day that we decided to close on the house, it was the same day that I got hired by this guy to do this job. And it was the same day that I received the money. Not one second or one day before, not one second or one day later, it was the exact same day. It was exactly what I, what I needed. And for me, that experience, that moment just blew my mind because it showed me so much how I could trust and how I was being supported because whenever I needed the apartment, the money, whenever I needed the support, the help, it would always show up. And yes, this is a story that it's in my own life and it is something that is specific to my life. But I think that, and of course that, that didn't happen before, but and that is quite a big thing. But I think that when you find micro moments like this that show you when you were being supported by the universe, where you can trust, this builds up and it brings you so much confidence and so much trust that the next time that you're going through something like this, which I currently am, for example, I always remind myself of that story. I always bring it back. And I tell myself, if I was able to do this two years ago, one year ago, I am also going to be able to do this now. There's nothing that changed in my life, in my being, for me to not be able to do this. I can do this. And I think that this mindset, when you, when you find the evidence in your life, the mind just starts trusting it more easily. It's almost the see it to believe it, you know? And this is very common in psychological experiments, placebo effect things, you know, when you see something and then you start to believe it in your own, to be true in your own life. And of course, you can use my story as an inspiration for you, but I really inspire you to go and look at your own life for the moments that you were being supported. And it doesn't have to be as big as, oh my God, I received the exact money for the exact amount in the exact date that I needed to transfer for an apartment. It doesn't have to be like that. It can be 
as, as small as I got there in the exact, I don't know, you had an appointment, you got there in the exact time that you had to, as soon as you surrendered, you know, to the traffic or something like that. You know, it doesn't have to be a big thing, but the more that you look at your life and you collect those little moments that you surrendered and trusted and you just knew internally that you could let go and that you would be taken care of and you were the biggest your trust muscle and your surrender muscle, quote unquote, will be. So I really, really inspire you to look for those tiny evidences in your life that will prove to you that this is true and that this is possible. And I have so many more stories, especially when it comes to finding places. Um, in Crete, I also had, you know, a moment in which I found, a, I was kind of, homeless in between in transition periods again and I had to find a place soon I found a place super quickly and it was a rent that was I don't know almost three times the amount of rent that I was used to pay but I just had so much trust that I could do it and I was like telling myself I don't know what will happen but I'll just make it work I'll just make it work I'll just make it work and I did make it work I Actually, in the moments that my my rent was higher, I made more money. It was almost as if the universe was like, okay, if you're willing to pay more, it's, you're showing me that you trust that you can make more. And it was crazy for me because in the moments that I was renting super high in Crete, I was also making way more in my um, freelance business. So yeah, it was just really interesting and Although my mind sometimes will look at these evidences and they and my mind will be like, no, this was, you know, I was lucky or it was just a one time thing. I have to catch myself while I'm thinking about this, you know, when I'm having these thoughts and ground myself back to the present moment and do exactly what my next tip will be so I can just strengthen the trust. And as I'm segueing into my second big tip for how to surrender, how to build the surrender muscle is releasing emotional blocks and traumas and fears. And that is one of the most important aspects. And I think I would say the most important tip actually of this entire episode, it's whole, it's really releasing those energies and the blocked emotions that you have because the emotional blocks are the elements that exist inside of you that will block you from trusting. They will block you from letting go and they will keep you trapped in the anxiety and in the fear. So it's so important for you to do this inner work of understanding why are you afraid? Why are you anxious? Why can't I let go? Why can't I surrender? Asking yourself these questions will be key for you to go to the next step, for you to actually be able to build a trust muscle. So what I used to do, for example, when I was living in Portugal, in Lagos, there was a point in my freelance journey that I was in between clients I had closed this deal with this client and on the second month that I was working for them they disappeared like they completely disappeared and they disappeared with the money that I was expecting to receive basically and 
I didn't know where my other payment was going to come from. I didn't know how I was going to pay my bills, how I'm going to, how I was going to buy groceries. I was just so, 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 so scared, so afraid. Of course, normally, you know, as a human, I was scared of, I don't know, not paying my bills, not being, not eating. You know, I was just really, really anxious, so afraid. I remember that it felt like I was falling. And the ground was coming closer and closer and I was about to hit my face on the floor and I was about to just get effed, you know, <laughs> that was the feeling that I was having. And I remember that what I used to do was that I would lay down on the bathtub and I would cry and feel all of the anxiety that I had inside of me. So I would just focus on the and put awareness in my body or on wherever I felt like the emotion was blocked. And I just breathed into it until I didn't feel it anymore. And I feel like after, I feel like this was a very big pivoting point for me, the releasing of that fear and of that anxiety and the inquiry of why is this even here? What is this trying to show me instead of just pushing it away and, impeding myself to feel it and not diving deep into it and having the curiosity of why is this even here I think that the actual diving deep into the feelings was the thing that shifted my energy to the point that after a couple of weeks I ended up manifesting another client that paid me exactly the same amount of money that the other person was going to pay me and then I was able of course to pay my bills and everything. And then eventually after that, I ended up getting another client. And then a couple of weeks later, I, get, I got another client. And then one month later, I got another client. And my situation financially completely changed from the, you know, almost hitting my face on the floor <laughs> versus feeling this abundance of, oh my God, I deserve to get paid for all of the things that I know how to do. And I still, to this day, when I look back at, this whole situation and this whole scenario for me that that was the most important thing that i did and it was the most pivotal moment that really really changed my energy and allowed me to manifest and create a different reality so that is for sure the biggest tip that i have from all of this one so moving on to my third tip and that is creating this what is the worst case scenario in your head and actually facing it. I think that that helps you strengthen so much confidence and kind of facing all of the possible realities. So another thing that I would constantly do was, okay, for example, for Crete, if I do rent this apartment and I eventually come to a point that I'm not making enough money to pay for it. What can I do? And then I would think to myself, okay, I can get a job in a cafe. I can apply for this and this and this in jobs. I can get more hours with a client or I don't know, I'll get money from a friend or something like that. So I would go to the worst case scenarios and I would kind of like play out in my head. What would I do instead? And what would I do to make this work? And how am I so resourceful to make this work? And then I would apply my first tip for you, which would be where did I 
also do that in my life so where in what other moments in my life was I so resourceful where did I make this work how did I make this work what did I do what were the things that I took action on to actually make this work to make more money or I don't know so I think it's really important when you have a fear, when you have an anxiety that is blocking you from surrendering, it's leaning into the worst case scenario and facing it and almost as if you're prepping your nervous system to accept it and realize that the, even the worst case scenario is still not going to break you and kill you and you know that you have the resources, the creativity, the strength, the knowledge the wisdom to put into action different tools to make it work and and i think that this really goes into the confidence that you have in yourself and how you perceive yourself so do you perceive yourself as someone you know with high self-worth with low self-worth do you perceive yourself to be someone that is confident do you perceive yourself to be someone who is resourceful and i think that that really ties into my last tip for you which is the focusing on the good in the gratitude and the things that you already have and being positive you know i think that i know it's so easy to say this but what i mean by that is when you are faced with a situation that demands a certain surrender it demands for you to let go of a certain outcome and let go of the attachment that you have to this outcome and that you have to trust that everything will work out because you have already done everything that you could in your humanly possible ways and then you really have to just hand it over to the universe. When you are faced with a situation like this, you can choose to go down two different paths. You can either go down the path of what I always say, your conditioned self, your, your fearful self, your anxious self, your negative and lack mentality self, or you can choose to go down this road with your authentic self, with your highest version and most aligned self, with your abundant and trusting and surrendered and allowing self. And I think that this all depends on your energy, what you put out and how you want to relate with the situation. So we have a choice here. We have a choice to relate to the, and engage with the situation from our conditioned selves versus from our th authentic selves and of course that being in your conditioned self is not a bad thing it's just the recognition of when you are in your conditioned self and then going through the release of the blocked emotion so you can lean into your authentic self because once you go there once you are in your authentic self once you are connected to that energy you will then start perceiving all of the positive aspects of your life and then you will start perceiving how this life and how the things that are unfolding in front of you how they are unfolding in your favor not against you because when you are in the conditioned self you're perceiving only the bad things you're perceiving the negative things you're perceiving how everything is working out against you when you're on your authentic self you're perceiving that everything is working out for you and then 
you drop into this lucky version of yourself, you drop into this lucky girl syndrome or whatever, because you just start perceiving everything as a good thing in your life. So if you don't get the apartment in the city that you wanted, if you don't get the job, the exactly the exact job that you wanted, if you don't get the relationship that you wanted, your authentic self knows that this is the best for you. This is in your best interest. And I think that this is key here because once you start perceiving the good, once you start perceiving and being grateful for what you have, you start connecting to this energy of abundance. You start connecting with the energy of, wow, look at everything that I already have instead of the flip side. Oh, wow, look at everything that I still don't have. And I think that this is really, really helpful when you need to be in the energy of surrender because when you start noticing all of the good in your life, it's just so much easier to detach because you realize that you don't really need the things that you want it they are an add-on to your self-worth they are an add-on to your authentic and beautiful life but they are not needed and you also start kind of leaning into this place of I know that whatever comes my way is the best thing for me and you start becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy the more that you perceive life in this way the more you will create it in this way as well so I think that overall, all of the four big tips that I just talked about, they connect a lot between each other. You know, the first one is seeing evidence in your life of when I surrendered, this and this happened, when I trusted, when I was able to let go, this and this and this happened. So it is possible. The second one being when I'm not able to surrender, when it's really just really extra hard is really extra uh, i'm really extra afraid i'm just really extra anxious how can you release that those blocked emotions so you can lean out of the conditioned self and into the authentic self and then from that point looking at the worst case scenario and realizing that even in the worst case scenario with your authentic self you are still resourceful enough to make it work and then after all of this is looking at the good in your life and remembering that whenever it gets too much, you can always release more and more of your blocked emotions and then drop into the authentic self. And then the more you drop into your authentic self, you will start looking and seeing your life. You'll start seeing your life from different lenses. And those are the lenses of abundance, of positivity, of I'm lucky, everything's working out in my favor, I can do this, and it's just going to be easier to surrender from there. Wow, so much information. I hope this was digestible enough. And while I'm wrapping up this episode, I just want to let you guys know that I have decided to offer 30-minute free authentic self-call. So basically, these are 30-minute calls in which we can go over some aspect of your life in which you want to be more in alignment with your authentic self. And then, as I said, your authentic self is the one who trusts, who surrenders, who is in alignment with the flow, who listens to your intuition. So it's very much about you connecting to your intuition, you connecting to this place of surrender, and of course, the processing of emotion. So if you are someone who is very in the conditioned self, as I explained, and you want to lean more into your authentic self in various different areas of your lives, 
I'm going to leave my handle for Instagram on the description of this episode. It's kemi.minerbo. It's all on the show notes for this episode. And then you can just DM me over there and then we can schedule this 30-minute call. And then we can chat from there. I hope you got a lot from this episode. I hope this helps you to surrender more and more and more and more. And if you want to connect with me on Instagram, if you have any questions about surrender, any questions about any of the stories that I just talked about on this episode, or you just want to talk about how you can surrender more in your life, I will be happy to chat to you over there. So I'll leave again all of the links for my Instagram on the show notes, and then we can speak from there. So yeah, make sure to leave this podcast a review and help more people connect to their authentic and surrendered selves. And also make sure to share this episode with a friend of yours that really needs help surrendering. And if they're feeling really anxious and really afraid, just send them this episode and I'm sure that they will get the help and the support that they need. As always, I hope you create a very beautiful and authentic week and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye!